Welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. This is a place where we expand our knowledge on what it takes to be successful in an ever-expanding world of content creation. Join me as I sit down with individuals sharing their success stories and tips that help them get over the hurdles they faced on their journey to creation success. All right, let's create. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. I will be your host, Patrick Conway, also known in other circles as Jaxus. Today, we'll be talking to the co-creator and host of Resident Evil's Lorecast. Did I say that right? Resident Evil Lorecast. I think it sounded too weird for me, so I'm going to have to do it again. All right. That is well over 70,000 downloads. He's also the host of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, blowing past 20,000 downloads and projected to do big things. And last I heard, former host of the legendary Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast, which is well over 100,000 downloads, and that's being held down by our buddy Sergio Hernandez. Only because, I guessed, he has uh, too many podcasts for anybody to mention in a single show. It just can't be done. Anyway, folks, <laughs> welcome my awesome guest today, the one and only Almighty Crit. Well, hello there. It is I. <laughs> I didn't know what to really call you because all I only know you is the Almighty Crit, and I don't I, even know what your real name is. <laughs> I go by so many. So my real name is Aaron. Uh, Aaron, okay. In in all of our talk shows, I go by Aaron, but on all of our tabletop oriented games, it's, it's the Almighty, the Almighty Crit. Crit. Okay, so Aaron Foster. All right, all right. Um, my brain shut down as soon as I did that. <laughs> uh, anyway, folks, we're having a good time here. We are. Uh, all right, so. <clears throat> You comfortable? You okay? I don't know. This seat you put me in is pretty uh, hot. Pretty, it's pretty hot and rocky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I like to start the show off pretty just go right into things. So I'm going to ask you uh, first, what was your inspiration in getting into content creation? Um, so that is uh, actually an interesting story. Um, it That's started off. We're when, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it started off when I got out of the military. Uh, I had, I felt like. I had a life of purpose. And when I got out, you know, my whole job in the military was to help people save the day, change lives, make positive impacts. You know, I volunteered countless of hours to community service events. I mean, you name it, I did it. And when I got out, it was, there was nothing. It was go to a nine to five, you know, live your life, try to be normal again. And I don't do normal. So, yeah, normal sucks. Yeah, exactly. So we got together. I, I would get together with my friends, and we would play tabletop games. And we would have so many funny stories and great adventures and just great moments. And I thought to myself, you know what? Everybody else is doing it. Why not? Why How not do I us? share this? How do I share this? Exactly. Yeah. Which came to the rabbit hole of diving down the podcast regime and then when we got it started and i saw how many people it positively impacted i said i wanted to do more i want to be able to positively impact as many people as i can worldwide and that's where i'm at right now i'm in the same mindset all exactly. i want to do is i want to share the knowledge that i've gained throughout the years and at the same time i want to have fun doing it mm -hmm. you know why not exactly. why, why you got to take this stuff too seriously you know it's 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 not <laughs> but that's that's the whole drive behind all of these podcasts now and it's not just me i've got a team of people behind me and many people on that team are now starting their own podcasts so 
they can do the same thing. Bring positive impacts to people's day. That's, yeah, you do that's nothing what it's alone. About. No, nope. nobody succeeds alone, no matter how much they try. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's that's the whole drive. That's why I am the way I am, and I do what I do. It's because I want to put a smile on as many faces as I can throughout my lifetime. I want awesome. to bring a happy moment. That's Spread all. the love, man. Spread exactly. the love. Exactly. Gotcha. So um, what was your hardest hurdle getting started? What was the biggest hurdle you had, and how did you get around that hurdle? So this is going to be a two-parter for me mm-hmm. because I'm going to give a little advice. It's where, that's what this show's about. We're, we're trying to help out. Mm-hmm. So the biggest hurdle for me was figuring out where to start. I mean, I did a solid year of research on podcasting, what platforms to use, how to use them, what audio equipment to get into, computers, tech, how I, how to edit. You know, I did a solid years of research, studying everything. And you know what I got out of that year? Diddly. Turn it on and go. Turn it on and go. Diddly. I... I still didn't know where to start. I had all the information. I had all the puzzle pieces, but I didn't know where to start. It wasn't until I came up with the idea of why not start with a network? Because networks networks really do create an easy flow to start a podcast. They give you a benchmark, something to start on. You know, exactly. it's a foundation. Yeah. Exactly. You're and you're feeding off of you know, as bad as it sounds, you're feeding off of other podcast success. You know, you're not starting from the ground and having to wait to be discovered by somebody. What does our mentor Tom say? Rising tides. Time. Exactly. Exactly. It's all ships. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So when I went on the search, I wanted to make sure three goals I have in mind whenever I work with somebody is number one, are our interest aligned? Right. You know, mm-hmm. number two. Are you going to be someone who's going to help me be successful or feed off of my success? Are you here to work? Exactly. Or watch? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the third and most important to me is, do you have integrity in what you do? Because if you don't have integrity, what what's going to happen at the end of this? What if I do become successful? How is this going to work out for me? And through my searching, I ended up finding Robots Radio Network. and. What a fantastic find it was. Absolutely. I love that guy. Oh, Tom is amazing. <laughs> yeah. and, and I love the community. The community oh, has yeah. been nothing but gracious to me. They've helped me in so many ways, you know, and, and well, you're part of that community. So oh, I love yeah. you too, man. I love you. Know. you. <laughs> but I mean, that was, I think that was the greatest hurdle was getting started. You can do hours and hours and hours of research year a year solid year research and i still didn't know where to get started it's because there's so much information at the tip of your fingers with the internet now that it actually can become overbearing well you're drowning in information there's no you start here you know you need somebody mm-hmm. with that experience to go no man you got a microphone that works like literally it's on right okay <laughs> so you have a camera if you want to do that element of it if you're just mm-hmm. doing sound all you need is the microphone okay and you can record because you have this program or that program oh you don't exactly. know what program oh well here let me show you mm-hmm. and then boom you turn it on and go every time you start a podcast 
what I found is, and people who want to start podcasts, I should say, that have little to no experience in this kind of world, they need someone to usher them in. They need someone to hold the doors and show them the way. And that is exactly what I found in the Robots Radio Network and with Tom. And to think that for this super tiny minimalistic fee, I have at my fingertips a fine gentleman and mind that just has created this network, this awesome web of highly successful shows and continues to go and do this. He literally hands us all the tools and just goes... All you got to do is figure out what you want to do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's yeah. and it's pennies on the dollar for what he charges. For what he has, oh, it's yeah. pennies on the dollar, and that. But yeah, that was that was the biggest hurdle for me is figuring. He covers out your where to hosting start. costs, which is pretty much most of what he is asking you for. Exactly. You know, he gets a small residual amount out of that. It's not really that much money he's making mm. off of us. No, 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 and I wouldn't be surprised if he's not making any. <laughs> Uh, he's making money. It's just not that, you know, it comes from other things, you know, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's, that's the biggest hurdle is where to start. And I got lucky and I got, I got, I, I just got lucky when I found a robots radio. That's, that's all there is to it. It just got lucky. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't argue. I'm in the same boat, man. You know, so yeah, it, it was the greatest thing that possibly could have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I did radio for many years before, you know, uh, this is 20 plus years ago and everything was very, very different than it is now. It is actually a lot easier than it used to be, you know, and just finding that network. And then within, I don't know, moments I was on a show and I was learning right away. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I ended up being the editor of the show just because of my rudimentary knowledge of that. And I'm like, oh, I'll just check out this, you know, program and boom, out of nowhere. I was in it. You know, same thing. Um, speaking of that kind of stuff, um, what have you found works best for your type of show in regards to Mark and sound, qu- not Mark, Mike and sound quality? <laughs> so uh, as we've discussed off off the show right <laughs> um i have found that the best mic to use hands down for podcasting is the sure uh you're gonna kill me because i can't remember the exact name of it. i think it's mb7 yeah it's mb7 uh the sure mb7 has it works the best because it not only has the usb capabilities but also has that nice clean xlr capabilities as well and for what you're paying for, I think it's like at most $280. And that's if you want to get a custom, cool, all gold, you know, or whatever color you want. Yeah, I found them as cheap as what, $170 or mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Yeah. So. And uh, and it's not just me saying it. I mean, this, through my extensive amount of research, this is what I found to be the cheapest, best, and most marketed podcast across Highly professional podcasters. And yeah. even those who don't use this, use the XLR version of this. <laughs> so, and there's so many others that are like using the Yeti. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just not the same. It isn't. It really isn't. It, because this mic is specifically built to bring out the dynamics in your voice, 
It's built to uh, be able to sound cancel a lot of what's going on around you. Uh, it's 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 just built to flow for what we need for podcasting, right. hands down. And the Yeti Yeti is a fantastic mic if you want to do like streaming or group. You know, you're in a you're in a sound studio and you want to do a group chat kind of deal. It's got its purposes, but for individual podcasting or even in large group podcasting where you want that single voice, <laughs> these hit it hard. Well, it's like, so for instance, the mic I use right now, because I haven't purchased myself a, you know, sure mic yet, is I've got a uh, blue uh, snowball. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, it picks up the residual sounds around me. And obviously my listeners don't hear it because they edit that sound out. But you can hear it because you're sitting in the room with me right now. Mm -hmm. or, well, not in the room with me, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> my, my Zoom room. <laughs> my Zoom room. Yeah. I like that. That sounds kind of neat. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the Zoom room. <laughs> um, but a lot of people a lot of people have actually asked me okay i got the mic i've got 12 of these what do i do now because now i can't run 12 mics into a usb and then into my computer how do i fix this well what you're going to want is a soundboard and i cannot recommend enough the l12 zoom uh soundboard because you can plug up to i believe it's 12 microphones in and I believe it's eight pairs of headphones and hmm. you can adjust your gain and everything directly from that soundboard. And Does it also have uh, keys on it for, you know, putting in like sound, sound bits and stuff inside of it? Yes, awesome. exactly. It. That's exactly okay. what I was about to say. Yeah. You can, you can program it to put your own sound clips and, you know, bits and bobs in it. And it can actually record directly from the board. If you insert a USD or, hmm. um, you know, SID cards or some sort of memory device into it, it can actually record directly from the board. So you okay. don't even have to travel with your computer. You can just be like, all right, we're going to record this all straight here, and then I'll edit it later when we get on the computer. Oh, that is so nice. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of trying to find something because I was thinking uh, – so they've got – I keep saying thinking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> July 8th, they have a thing for uh, Fallout New Vegas, mm. and it's actually here at Good Springs, Nevada. And I was going to go up there, and mind you, they may not know that yet, but I was going to bring my microphone and my camera with me <laughs> and possibly drop in on the owner of the business and say, hey, how would you like to do an interview? You know. <laughs> There's nothing might, wrong with that. <laughs> it might work out, it might not. And then I can go, hey, you know, if you want, I can stream this whole thing live. Yeah. Clean, clean. <laughs> <laughs> Match your eyes to say yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Eh, it may work out, but either way, I'm taking my family up there. We're going to mess around, watch a bunch of people dressed up and fall out stuff. I, I, I wish I lived closer because it would be super fun to see that. And yeah. it would be super fun to bring out my NCR uh, Ranger armor yeah, that yeah. I have hiding somewhere in this house. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna buy me a, a setup for like eighty nine dollars, and it was like the helmet and everything with it. I'm like, oh mm. wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm game. I built mine by hand. I want to say ten years ago, and it cost me right around forty-five bucks to do. Cool. I don't think it was. Yeah, <laughs> buy a duster. But most of the cost was probably the duster, right? Uh, actually, no. Most of the cost was the PVC uh, and foam I needed. Oh, for the head, for yeah. the helmet. I just used that? a Halloween yeah. duster, like you can get from a Halloween store at oh. a discount store down the road. It was like five bucks for a discount duster. Okay, so um. We're going to jump into the next thing here. 
What do you recommend for editing your show? Um, I, again, am a spoiled uh, little child. And <laughs> no, I, I, there's, a, there's tons of audio programs. Uh, we started off originally on Audacity. Which is what I use. And it's not bad. It's not a bad program. But with our specific show, since we do TTRPGs, in addition to the talk shows that we do, it gets complicated to add in sound effects with Audacity. So I was looking for a program that would simplify everything and allow me to really get into the feel of things. What I found was none other than Audition. 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 Uh, It is one of the most seamless editing kind of programs that I've used since I started podcasting because I've gone through four different ones. And I'm not even going to talk about the other three because the minute I opened them up, I went, nope. Nope, and just closed it down, deleted it. It was a nope. <laughs> <laughs> the the tools were not the, the you couldn't find them. Half the time it didn't have the tool you wanted, or you had to download this extra, pay an extra twenty dollars to get this other tool pack, and it it, it was a nightmare. Right for th- for thirty bucks a month, I get Audacity. You know, again, another pennies on the dollar for what you eventually will make in podcasting for a program that does exactly what you need and how you want it. I can't, I can't, I can't argue with the results. No, that, that, that's, that's why I ended up with zoom. You know, I was doing things before utilizing uh, like the Craig bot inside of a discord channel mm-hmm. and it's just not the same, you know, sound quality and the abilities that I have utilizing zoom. And there's other programs out there, you know, and I've actually been told about other ones I should check out. I haven't gotten there yet, so I don't have an opinion. But <laughs> right now, I I pay a very small amount, and I can use Zoom, and it's as long as I want to use it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I was doing the Dungeons & Dragons lore cast with Sergio, Zoom is all we used. It uh, works great. It, it's fantastic. It, you were able to keep the audio quality. The calls drop very rarely. I mean, back when Zoom first came out, it was a little... Eh. but they've they worked on it you know and it's it's really good for podcasting and recording from long distances yeah i totally agree on that one so uh right now i'm going to take a mid break and i'm going to take this time to say thank you to the for listening to my show and thank you to all my patreon listeners for your support if you have not yet and would like to please follow like subscribe write a review you know all that fun stuff for my show it helps me with the algorithm Let's the world know that I'm here, says hello, moves me up that level a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, you can also send me an email with your comments and questions at ccreatorsguide at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at ccreatorsguide. I'm your host, Maverick Stone. It's me, Gingerino42. I'm Romer. Hey, this is Sassy Lady. And I'm Jaxus. And we, we are the Fallout Roundtable. Join us as we explore various topics from the Fallout universe brought from multiple perspectives. We can be found on your favorite podcatchers from Spotify to iTunes. Or follow us on Twitter at FalloutRTB or our email FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Be sure to rate, follow, and subscribe. Thank you. Welcome back. Um, I am going to be playing you guys a clip. It's just going to be a small little quick clip. Um, what, what was the show for that one? So this one is from our D&D live play, Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. And this is actually going to be me playing one of the NPCs. Uh, and when you get done running the clip, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of backstory on it. Because it is, it is a very short clip. 
Right, right. Let me see here. Do, 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 do. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and crank this up a little bit. Thank you for riding with Charlie Transportation on the Charlie Express. Uh, please never come back. Get the fuck off. Okay, bye! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, uh, you gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, little backstory on this clip. The behind the scenes was the entire cast and crew gives me a hard time all the time, and they say that we railroad the D and D campaign. I, I'm constantly railroading. Um, it's not true. They don't really think that, but because they were giving me a hard time that day, I decided to actually genuinely railroad them. So, in this episode. A uh, magical cat named Charlie, Transmutation, summons a magical train and forces them to ride the train to their next uh, campaign destination. So I legitimately railroaded them as a DM. <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> uh, I like that. Okay, so what goes through your head? when you're trying to come up with a name for a show and like, how would you advise somebody who's trying to start their show on like how to pick a name? So something I've learned through not just podcasting, but uh, I used to assist in different advertisement aspects and different jobs I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. And something I've learned is you want to be able to number one, you want something that's going to be catchy. Obviously that's your number one thing you want it to immediately pique interest to somebody. However, in podcasting, sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> in podcasting, it's a little different because you don't know what you're getting into. Let's pretend for a second there's not cover art to your show. Let's say they're using an app where you can't see the cover art. Well, I want to know what I'm getting into. So the best way to name your show is to incorporate what you're doing in that show. For example, the Resident Evil lore cast. You know exactly what you're getting. You're getting Resident Evil, and it's lore. Done. Simple. You know, Tom coined that with his, all of his shows he does. Yeah, that's all definitely. All the lore cast. Everything's a lore cast, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it works. I mean, you all you know exactly what you're getting. I, exactly. I get it. So, same thing with Legend of Zelda lore cast. You know exactly what you're getting. There's Legend of Zelda. There's lore. Done. In, Content you know, creator's guide. <laughs> Exactly. Done. Yeah. Enough said. You know what you're getting. Mm. But it becomes it becomes a bit of an issue when you start bringing in other shows like Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, you've got tons of those. You got Critical Role. You've got Dungeons and Daddies. You've got uh, Acquisition Incorporated. You've got you know you've got all these shows, and you look at the names and you go, okay, that all the good ones are taking. As long as you incorporate something of what the show is about in your title. You're going to get those listeners. For us, our actual full title for the D&D live play we do is Bumbling 4 and the Almighty Crit Dungeons and Dragons live play. Done. You know exactly what you're getting. It's in there. We still kept our creative name, you know, mm -hmm. Bumbling 4. But we added that Dungeons and Dragons part to it for the analytics. Because the analytics is what matters in podcasting. It's right. your discoverability rate. That's why I stress to my listeners all the time. Leaving a comment and a review is the kindest and best thing you can do for us. Sure, send me money on Patreon. That's fantastic, and I appreciate it. But you sending me money on Patreon is not what gets me discovered by fans. No, you, and it's also most of your money comes from your ads. 
exactly. You know, everybody in Patreon, when they donate to Patreons, they think, oh, well, you're making tons of money now. And that's why, honestly, all of our Patreons are visible so that the listeners can real, you know, can really see that though we appreciate it and though this does help out significantly, it is not what our income is from. Our income is actually from the, you know, the, the commercial access we get and the download rates, because with more downloads, we get better commercials, we get higher payouts. And from there, we can actually start to get more sponsors. So we can cut those annoying commercials out from everybody else. And we can give you fun little commercials that we put on for you. You know, it's just a little bit of extra content at that point, you know, but that is, that is a big thing in podcasting that people don't quite understand is how do I name my show? And it's simple to the point and try to keep what you're talking about or what your show is about in the title as much as you can. Okay. Um, what do you think is a question that new content creators failed to ask? And of course, answer the question. <laughs> so how complicated a, is that? Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so <clears throat> let me put my big boy pants on for a minute. Right. Uh, so I'm actually, I actually want to give three answers here because there is a top three that content creators fail to ask. The first and probably the biggest one is they fail to ask what platform should I be on in an appropriate way because they'll ask what platform, but they won't really look down in the digits of what's going to help them the best. The answer is, if you're not attached to a network, the three things you need to look for on the platform that you're interested in looking into is, number one, what is their ad revenue versus yours? Meaning, you start running ads for these people. What is their takeaway? Are they going to get a 10% cut, 20% cut, 50% cut? What are they going to take away from you? Because Yeah, you are they giving are you only 30%? <laughs> exactly. That's a big one. And a lot of people are like, I just need to be able to get on the ground. Okay. I get that. But when you get on the ground, you're going to be really worried about that money and transferring your episodes and your log and everything else to a new platform can be difficult, especially if those platforms don't talk to each other. So making the first, making your first choice, the right choice is extremely important. So number one is what platform should you use and why make sure it fits your needs both now and in the future. The second most important question that they need to ask is how saturated my market is. The show I'm going to create, am I walking into a saturated market? Like, for example, for us, Legend of Zelda is not a very saturated market for podcasting. In fact, there are very few out there that offer what we do. In fact, I believe we might be the only one. You might one be the only is, one. Yeah. yeah we might be the be only the ones only, that consistently yeah. offer that. There's Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. You're talking about the whole world knows about that. It's like exactly. anybody trying to do something Star Wars. Exactly. You're it's, <laughs> it's you're running into a set. And I'm not I'm not discouraging you from doing it, but you need to know what the expectations are. If you're going to walk into this oversaturated market, don't expect to get 10, 50,000 downloads on your first day. You, it's going to take time to build up to that. Be careful with what you wish for. For us, the Dungeons & Dragons is a passion project. It will never go anywhere. And we don't anticipate it going. it's going to be a 
huge critical role level podcast. And you're referring to the fumbling form. Yeah, not the, the fumbling form. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not the lore, dragons, not, yeah. not the lore cast. <laughs> lore cast is huge. <laughs> uh, but again, that's another one that's not really offered anywhere. Uh, but yeah, our live plays there it's oversaturated market in those live play areas and their passion projects we don't expect them to which take i would off. love to be on that because i want to try <laughs> well i've been talking to the you know the guys at the round table about doing like a um a fallout tabletop of mm-hmm. the five of us just playing for fun and then see you know and record it while we're doing it why not of course it'd be fun it would, you know? be. would it be the biggest show in the world maybe not but yeah passion project exactly (laughs) and so yeah so be careful be careful walking and make sure if you want this to be the most accessible thing in the world make sure it's not an oversaturated market and make sure you're offering what you're advertising always deliver on what you're advertising always 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 the third and most important question that podcasters fail to ask is your equipment you fail to ask a lot of the times about all the equipment because what we think about when we first start podcasting is what mic and headphones do I need? What downloading, what, you know, what editing software do I need? Those are the three things that you immediately think about. You don't think about, well, when I get to a hundred episodes that I've created, where's all that data going to go? Because obviously I'm going to want to keep a backlog of that because if something happens or I have to move networks or whatever. I'm not going to do it on a 20 gig hard drive, homeboy. (laughs) Nobody, nobody thinks like me personally, this is the first time in history I've had dual monitor systems set up. I did not think I'd need it. Oh, you need it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you need it. Because you're trying to edit something here and you're trying to look things here. And then you're trying to talk to your fans while you're editing and just get two screens be done with it (laughs) at least two screens at least yes (laughs) uh i've got another buddy on another podcast and he's got like five screens going on yeah that would that might be a little bit much for me to even keep track of i I could see me like my head's tilted up i'm like yeah okay how you doing there Uh the customer's going what is going on (laughs) um but yeah i mean Think about your needs outside of your audio equipment and your editing software. Think about those needs and think about longevity because you're going to be spending a lot of money. I mean, I will openly say we've dropped about $11,000 on our equipment and in our studio. And you can tell with the quality of the shows we render, you can tell. It's, we've dropped a lot of money into these things. Um, but I knew what we were getting into. We all did. And... We wanted to make sure we had the best of the best equipment for longevity's sake. You know, the PC we operate on is going to last us for years to come. The microphones we have potentially could last us our entire podcasting career. Uh, very likely, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the, yeah. The, 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 the 7MV. Oh, yeah. MV7, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that microphone, uh, I've done a lot of research on that microphone itself. And I've compared it to, you know, a lot of other microphones that people use for voice acting and things like that. And I always come right back to it. It's the best bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I'm in total agreement. Yes, the almighty crit has got another one. <laughs> <laughs> Sunk it. Sunk it. <laughs> 
I yeah, mean, so sure, you guys might want to actually, I don't know, give him some residuals because he's gotten like 10 of us now. Just, just saying. Come on, I'm just hooking him. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, think about longevity of the product you're purchasing. Make sure that it's going to last you for at least a good chunk of the time you're podcasting. Because the last thing you want to do is you got all your episodes, you've downloaded, you've, you've created 100 episodes. And you're having to delete them as you go because you don't have the hard drive space. And then that one day when one of your fans reaches out to see you and says, oh, my gosh, episode 26 is so messed up. I can't even listen to it. You're like, episode 26? I did that so long ago. You go back to try to fix it, and you realize you have to upload the whole file again, and it's gone. That is a podcaster's worst nightmare. (laughs) don't do it to yourself get yourself some external hard drives i've got mine rocking right here on top of the pc i've got another three in a desk over here get yourself some externals get a good pc with a good processor get yourself set up a lot of people think i can just flip a laptop open and go and we did we started on a laptop and in about two months time i realized we did not have the data the space or the ram to process all of this information and we had to go to a pc a laptop is a good transition, toy. but it's not the fix-all. <laughs> I, I call it a toy. It is. It, it really it's is. good. It's good for when you're going to do a mobile. Like yeah. if you're going to go somewhere and do something somewhere else. It's perfect. You know, you can do a quick interview and then you bring it home. Then you, you know what you do? You get done and you upload it all to your PC. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we still do that to this day. <laughs> Why would you not? You know? Oh my goodness. Uh, so, uh, what do you got coming up next, and how can people reach you? So, I am not going to go through all of these shows. No. Um, but if you got anything new coming up that <laughs> you're really super excited about. So, right now, what we got, uh, the the three shows um, that we've got out, the newest ones that we're really excited about, are Resident Evil Lorecast, uh, where it's, we talk all things Resident Evil. We have the Legend of Zelda Lorecast which we talk all things Legend of Zelda. And uh, my one of my co-hosts from another show and another co-host from another show have come together to create a new show coming out, uh, which already has its first episode dropped. And it is a podcast about the anthology of horror, and they're diving deep into the horror franchise itself in all aspects. And that is the Academy of Terror podcast. And the hosts are Ariel and Wolfslore. Fantastic first episode. I cannot wait for more. Uh, yeah, it's you, go check it out. <laughs> and you uh, can, you find can it find it on all the pack. Yeah, all on all podcasts. The whole package. Yeah. <laughs> you find it anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, but I do want to talk about a passion project that I am currently attempting to work on. Um, it's got a lot of legal steps, and I don't know as if it will get off the ground. I hope so. Um, Ooh, but exclusive exclusive yes uh there's only two people in the whole world and now all of you will know uh i'm i'm potentially working on something uh that really hit me home when i was at a customer's house on my day job uh they had just lost their husband and they said i wish i could hear his voice one more time so i'm currently working on a way to do that for people and it will not have commercials it will have no money being earned from it nothing um, I absolutely refuse to make money off of people's pain. Pain, exactly. Um, but I do want to offer that kind of 
support and love to the world. So what I'm trying to do is get a podcast started where you, the listeners, or you, just normal people, can send in a message to a loved one, and it will live there forever on the internet. And if anything were to ever happen or, you know, God forbid, or it's terrible things, you can never hear that person's voice again. You can always tune in here and hear that lovely little message. That is incredible. So it, it's a passion project. I, it's got a lot of legal hoops to jump through because obviously you're doing you have, people's words. Yeah. yeah. You got people's words, you got messages, you got personal things. It's a lot of legal holes to jump through. I'm talking with lawyers right now and figuring out what we can do, but if we can get it done, I really truly believe this will be a game changer for the podcast world. Hmm. I mean, five second messages it could change lives. I mean, yeah, this could be a podcast where people need to listen to. It could save lives. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about it. This is a true passion project for me, and I can't wait. <laughs> that sounds really awesome to me. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, you can they, people could just put messages in there for people that they don't even know. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they could put a message in there of hope. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Just like you got that person that's sitting in an alleyway somewhere with a needle hanging out of their arm and they need somebody to say something to them. And they tune into your podcast and that that individual that's gone through the same things that they went through, the same trials and tribulations and found their way out, had something to say. And you were there at that moment to hear it. Mm-hmm. I think it should definitely change a life. I could see Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, how can people reach you? So you guys, you everybody who wants to reach us can reach us always on the Robots Radio Discord. Um, I'm sure you have that link in your show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're there. We're hanging out in all kinds of chat rooms. Uh, normally, we're really, really active in the Resident Evil Lorecast, the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, and the Bumbling Four podcast areas. Uh, but yeah, you can go reach us there, talk to us, hang out with us. Uh, you can definitely hit us up on the Twitters for the Resident Evil Lorecast, which is at RE Lure. You can also hit us up on Legend of Zelda uh, Twitter, which is the uh, at LOZ Lure. And you can hit us at the Fumbling 4 Twitter, which is the at 4 underscore crit. And you can reach out to us there, hang out with us, talk to us. You know, I, I love hearing from fans. <laughs> I love talking. Uh, I do too, clearly. I mean, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, my final question for you today, mm. what key takeaway would you like the listeners to get from your time here today? The one key thing I really hope that listeners take away from this, uh, especially the people willing, looking to pursue podcasting, is – You need to have passion in anything you do, or it's not worth doing. Yep, do the work. You have to have that drive, because if you do not have the passion to drive yourself through this, you will not make it. You will not go far, because it takes dedication, it takes commitment, and it takes that passion. All right. Pretty cut and dry and to the point. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out my guest work and keep creating. Bye-bye.
This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.